This is Jacquette Timmons, and welcome to The Hub. Welcome to More Than Money, a show that explores the psychology, emotions, and math of money so that you can make better, smarter choices, regardless of where you fall on the income and wealth spectrum. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons. I want to spend a couple of minutes just sharing a little bit more about my background. I work as a financial behaviorist, and I have been working on Wall Street since 1986. I became fascinated with the behavioral side of money in 1987 when I saw up close and personal the stock market crash of that year. And I saw how dramatically different people responded to that crash. There were some people who were really calm as if nothing really happened. And there were other people who literally, if they could have jumped out of a window, would have jumped out of a window because of how much money they lost for themselves and for their clients. And I didn't have the words uh, back then to describe it, but I just knew that I was fascinated by those different responses and I knew I wanted to learn more. Um, Shortly after that, I started working in... uh, the private bank at Bankers Trust. And it also happened to correspond to when I was working on my MBA in finance at Fordham. And one of the things that I loved about my time in the private bank, managing money for high net worth individuals, being a part of a team that had an in-house startup, um, is recognizing that, yeah, you know, the really, really wealthy people have a couple of extra commas and zeros behind those commas uh, than I certainly did and others that I know. But at the end of the day, they still have the same questions, concerns, challenges, and desires. And so that is why if you've listened to the first episode, you heard me talking about it doesn't matter where you fall on the income or wealth spectrum. A, very broadly, there are four things that we can do with our money. And B, we all have the same desires. And we also need to practice the same disciplines. And so with today's episode, three layers to save any amount of money, we're going to focus in on the saving part of the financial wheel quadrant. And part of this comes from a question that I seem to always get, whether it's from workshop participants or from coaching clients, and it's the question of, or the statement, I want to save more, how can you help me? And sometimes people will say, oh, I actually want to save X amount, but I don't know what to do next. So here's what I'm going to suggest is the three layers to save any amount, whether it's, you know, your challenge, like most Americans to have that $400 savings. You may have heard that that stat about, you know, most families having a hard time with coming up with $400 if they have an emergency. Or maybe you're looking to do $4,000 or $400,000, whatever the dollar amount is. What is it? What are the layers to that? And the very first thing is you need to know your why. Why do you want to save that dollar amount, regardless of what it is? And the reason you want to know that is that that is going to help you to stick with the trade-offs that you need to make when times get tough and you would rather not (laughs) do what you need to do to save that money. Because the dollar amount, whatever it is that you want to save, is something that you're going to do incrementally. And so that means that every single time you get paid, you've got to make a decision. Am I going to put some money toward this goal of saving X dollar amount. And sometimes it'll be easy to do that. Other times it won't be so easy. And if you know your why, that will help you get through um, 
the times when it's not so easy. The second piece is know your timing. And this has to do with, well, okay, you're saving this dollar amount. What do you need it for? So that's typically tied to a goal. And is that goal something that you want to say, yes, we are, you know, have achieved this goal in one year and five years and 10 years or 15 years? The reason the timing is important is because two things. It's going to help you determine how much of your current cash flow are you going to be able to assign to that dollar, to that particular goal, that savings goal that's feeding something else. And it's also going to help you determine what do you actually do with the money that you're setting aside? Do you keep it liquid? Do you keep it in a money market account and a savings account and a rollover CD? Or do you actually invest it in the stock market? And one thing to keep in mind is if it's a, a goal that you have that has a time frame that's five years or less, you would never put that money in the stock market because while on average and what we've been experiencing of, of late, the stock market is doing really well, what you don't want to do is have the experience of people in 2008 who because the market crashed, they didn't have the liquidity that they were banking on because they weren't prepared for that crash. So you want to make sure that you're really clear about your why and you're really clear about your timing so that, again, you can make smart choices around how much of your current cash flow you're allocating to that goal and then also what is going to be the best way to actually help that money grow. Are you going to keep it more liquid in a regular savings account, CD, money market, or are you going to invest it in the market? where it has an opportunity to have some appreciation over time. The third layer is you want to practice something called scenario planning. And a really good friend of mine and a coach that I have worked with, Charlie Gilkey, always says that planning is an exercise of awareness. And I think of scenario planning in a very similar way. And I think sometimes we have a hard time with scenario planning because we tend to be very hopeful people. Um, we tend to be very resilient people. And sometimes the notion of thinking what could go wrong feels like we're being negative. When in fact, asking the question, what can go wrong, actually puts you in a much more powerful position. Because then when something goes astray, because look, who hasn't had a situation where you had the best plan, right? And it looked really good on paper. And then it hit life. <laughs> and then it just went all to pot. Um and so what you want to do is have scenario planning so that if you anticipate what could possibly go wrong, you have an idea of how you can already respond to that once that moment hits. And that's why you not only want to have one plan B, but you want to have perhaps a plan C and maybe even a plan D. So when it comes to saving, the key thing there is A, to be concrete about the number, know your why, know the timing around your why, and to be open to scenario planning. So now I turn it over to you. What's your savings goal for the next month, for the next year, or beyond? And what's your game plan for making it happen? Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Please let us know what you found most useful. I'm Jacquette Timmons, and you can follow me on Instagram, and that's J-A-C-Q-U-E-T-T-E, Timmons, T-I-M-M-O-N-S. And until next time, remember, it's more than money. Mm -hmm.